getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like you. Welcome to Getting to Know Woo. I'm Natasha Levenger, a professional intuitive reader, energy healer, and inner child healing expert. After being raised with extreme narcissism, I found talk therapy was helpful, but it wasn't until I found energy and inner child healing that I was able to break free of family patterns that cut me off from knowing and loving my true self. I'm passionate about dispelling the rhetoric that these kinds of tools are impractical and ineffective. And in this podcast, I will be sharing how actually beneficial and transformative they are. My husband and producer, Brett, will be joining me in conversation, and we will be welcoming experts along the way. I'm excited to have you here. Hello, and welcome back. Welcome back, and we're back. Uh, it was, uh, but mostly for you. Anyway, yeah, it's been three months. How you been? How you doing? I was talking to the audience. Yeah, no, so I, was I get coming it. Coming onto the audience. I get it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Wow. Like Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been a real. We really thought we were going to be back <laughs> multiple times, <laughs> so but many this times. has been a very. Would you say this is the most? One well, the most stressful time in your life. Um. Yes, I would. I I am definitely the most prolonged period yeah. of stress. I don't know that the entire time has been the most stressful. <sighs> um. I well. I so just uh, side note for the audience. Um. We are recording in a different program today. Uh, I'm using GarageBand instead oh, of Audacity. Shit. Which I'm, that's, means... That's going to mean a lot to them. Which means <laughs> I have access to a noise gate, which might mean that oh. things like the dogs barking that you just heard will not show up. Well, then they wouldn't have heard it. Right, and I'll edit this entire section out. <laughs> <laughs> Or I'll leave it in and they'll marvel at the lack of dog noises. Yeah. <laughs> As a podcast listener, that's something I do a lot. Wow. Mar- wow there's no so noise. few dogs yeah, in this podcast. I just don't. I didn't hear a single dog in that podcast. Yeah. For me, the longest stressful time I ever had was leaving my first husband. <laughs> that was very stressful. And that lasted. I think like 18 months or something. Are you saying that that was more stressful than this for you? I mean, I'm, that's fine. I'm not contesting it. I'm just yeah, asking. it was more stressful because my entire life was uprooted. Yeah. But, well, and you would have had less support right. in that time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Like the whole, my whole like foundation of support was uprooted. Yeah. Yeah. But... This does. This did feel like similar stress. I yeah. mean, it felt very. I think it maybe it might be because what we're talking about. In case you don't know, yeah. is we had to we moved across the country. Listeners of the show know that we had to live move across the country because we have a daughter who's trans, and the laws in North Carolina were were um, threatening to be still are threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah to uh make her life unsafe and she felt unsafe there 
So we moved to Colorado. Um, and it was just like, it. you know what? It was just like different layers of stress because yeah. at first I, we didn't want to move and it was really sad. And then we actually have been really happily surprised by how much we love Colorado. Love it here. Yeah. Really love it very here. Very happy. Like feel very connected and grounded already, yeah. which was very surprising. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I was, we were talking about this and then it's funny. I didn't realize that we had said this to, um, shout out to our sister-in-law, Debbie, who listens to the show. But, um, apparently I had said to her that, um, we don't go outside or I, I don't sit outside a lot in North Carolina, <laughs> which is weird because we had two over two acres and it's really beautiful there. And weirdly, we, I anyway, am outside way more here, even though we're in the suburbs. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. It's, I feel I'm, really comfortable and happy. For anyone experiencing something similar, I really truly think it might be as simple as the fact that we have a table outside that well, we can eat Well, that's not true at. for me. Because it's out? not just there. Yeah, I like, I enjoy going out for walks for some reason more here oh i see like i thought we've you gone also for... did that there like when you would mm -hmm. meet people oh yeah i would go out for with walks for walks with friends but like with you at night like i oh, want to yeah. go out for a second you know or yeah. a third walk or whatever she never has a third walk at home <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just i guess it, before we got here um i did a trade with my friend who does what i do my former teacher who does who taught me what I do my energy healing work and she had said that she felt like the land felt more aligned with me and like and there was something about the Native American energy here hmm. um obviously there's Native American energy everywhere right, in right. the United States but um but there was something something about that that was more aligned with hmm. me and I don't know. I really feel, and I did feel when I would hear every time I tuned into Colorado, it felt like really good. Like I loved it. Yeah. But when we came here to visit, we did not have that experience. Oh, so we were really dreading it. Not even to visit. Like we were home shopping. Yeah. Like it was like it was, we already knew we were moving here. We yeah. were trying to, and yeah, I think that contributed to it. Um, But we are, nearing the end of this journey i mean thankfully well then the big stress has been our house in north carolina <laughs> i don't know how much we should save for anybody who might buy our house you know take yeah this part out maybe when yeah you... we can talk let's just have it and we can talk okay. we can figure out about editing the, it the big stress has been our house in north carolina has been sub there's just been we had to do a lot of work yeah that it. we did not anticipate yeah and yeah. so it's been a lot and it just keeps happening now we think something died in our crawl space <laughs> which was the latest hit because we're going on the market too but somebody i mean like in days but yeah. somebody's gonna clean it out it's just been stuff like that it's been so hard and yeah. speaking of shout out to our sister-in-law debbie shout out to debbie and russ who have yeah. helped you so much and you because brett oh. had to keep going back 
to Colorado, I mean to Colorado, to North Carolina to work on the house. Yeah. And oh my God. And they don't live close. Like they, it was a no. trip every time. And they, yeah, they seven really hour total drive. stepped up by, I mean, so much. Yeah. And also, uh, shout out to uh, both Russ and my other brother, Eric, for oh, helping yeah. to drive every, uh, yeah. all of our belongings and animals here yeah. in two yeah. separate stores separate trips shout out to all of our friends who came to our house to smell our house <laughs> to make sure it smelled good <laughs> but it has but there's been a lot of one of the things and this goes along with the energy of the week actually that i'll talk about later and also there's been a lot of themes happening on top of okay i have a lot to say all of a yeah, sudden that once well, one of the things is like a lot of times when people, I'll make sense of this, don't worry. But a lot of times when people have narcissistic or um, otherwise dysfunctional parents, emotionally immature, whatever parents, I, I hear a lot, and I have experienced this too, this feeling of like, but they aren't all bad. They do this and that, and, you know, that was good. And, but it doesn't, you know, it's basically living in the both and of life and allowing yourself to feel and not feel like just because the opposite is also true that you have to negate your feelings right. about the thing that is true. Yeah. Also, I mean, they're both true, but like, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and I feel like there's been a lot of holding that both and energy which is by the way just side note something that is people with narcissist personality narcissistic personality disorder can't do oh mm. i'm really going on a tangent here but on tiktok <laughs> yesterday I, sorry on tiktok yesterday there was this guy with who was diagnosed with npd and he was talking about he was like, ask me anything about being a narcissist. Yeah. It, was it was fascinating because it was like he didn't gaslight his listeners or whatever, his audience. Um, but he would he I mean, he was just very honest about what it was like to be a narcissist, which he did say that he can't hold both and that like if you if he is mad at you, he doesn't love you anymore. Like, he's like, wow. from what I understand, people can be mad at people and still love them. <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street is. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really. You right, didn't was, see that part. No, I did not. like a second of it. But yeah. yeah, it was so, as someone who's a survivor of narcissist abuse, it was fascinating and super validating to be like, oh my God, yes, this happened. And yeah. also the other thing is his thing about he said that everything for him is on a hierarchy so mm. it was either he people he was failing or he was succeeding people were terrible or they were the best and mm. anyway um the reason oh, do you mean like everything was like black or white i do mean that but also like status wise like he was better than or worse oh than. right always so, ranking right yeah so if he thought someone was terrible then he was better than them. <laughs> right Right. And like if somebody, he said if someone told him that he, like if someone broke up with him and was like, we just are different. This isn't a good fit. He said he completely doesn't believe that. It was that he, they were telling him that he was worse than them and they think they're better than him. Oh, wow. And he simply doesn't believe 
that that people can't just mm-hmm. be a good fit. Yeah. Like he, wow. For him, I guess. I don't know what he thinks categorically, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's so, I mean, having lived with my mother who really, I know, viewed the world like that, yeah. but she wouldn't have said those words. Anyway, the reason I'm bringing this in is that <laughs> this holding this both and, it's, it is exhausting too to hold the both and do you feel that way like i definitely it definitely can yeah well uh of how are you describing well, the I both mean, and of this like move? with the move it's like i love colorado and i want to just like enjoy the move but there's also all of this stuff happening yeah. it's not that i can't believe that i'm happy here i do feel that but it's exhausting to Maybe it's not the holding of the both and maybe it's just the experience of the both and mm. that also then keep we keep hearing this news of like there's one more thing we have to right, do right. to the house and one more thing. I mean, we're when the ins- inspection happens, we're it's going to be like perfect <laughs> everything we've done. But yeah, the, it's just been very exhausting to be in that space of of yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a very liminal state. Like, we're not done right. there. We're brand new here. And it feel it does feel a little bit like, a little bit like, you know, pulling against like a rubber band or like a string that's going to be cut at mm. some point and then we'll be then able we to go. But in the up. meantime, it's like holding us, mm. not holding us back. That doesn't feel exactly right. But just like it is keeping us tethered to it for yeah. now. Yeah, I it feel is. like I've let go of maybe the tethering, but it's just more the hiccups that are feeling. Yes. Bad. Yeah. Well, every time, like feeling every time, like all right, now we figured it yeah, out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Wait. Actually, <laughs> I didn't ever. I didn't tell you this, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe it won't be that interesting. But when Russ and I were were making the new door, yeah, my brother uh, and I were making a new door for our shed. The mm-hmm. old one had been like destroyed doesn't matter uh we were making new one and the shed is very old the door was not square so it was not as simple as just measuring cutting and getting it in there like five or six times we thought we had it figured out we'd get it cut carry the heavy ass door out to the shed try to fit it and realize that either like it hadn't done what we thought or it was the opposite of what we thought and every single time it was like we get we nailed it like this is gonna work and just a hundred percent confidence and that is how this feels the whole move feels like we're done we figured everything out oh Oh, shit there's one more thing yeah okay let's just determine that that's not the case anymore yeah that's over and now for real but this is part of the theme of the week not i'm not going and it's actually been the theme it feels like it's going to keep going also venus is in retrograde which is all about reassessing relationships (laughs) to self and others it's really supposed to be about others mostly i think i'm not an astrologer but i think it, to me, it has felt very personal as well. I mean, there's always that personal. Like relationship to self as well. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's personal? what I mean. Um, but of course, when you're in relationship with other people, you have to look at yourself. But right. um, one of the, and so there's been a lot of like, a, I've, there, if you'll notice, a lot of celebrity breakups. <laughs> Followers of Dumois will know. What's up? Shout out to Dumois. Um, 
<laughs> but there's but a lot of people I know are going through major relationship. Um, what do I? What's the upheaval. word I want? Yeah, upheaval and assessment. Mm. Um, re, it's it is like a real retrograde energy of relationships. Like, and retrograde is like, um, the re's. What are the re's of Mercury retrograde? I never remember. Like. Oh, I don't, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember them either. Should I look them up? No, that's okay. But it's basically like, that's when you should do a lot of like clutter clearing of the details in your life. And it's like that of your relationships. I see. Like, like refining. Reviewing. Reviewing. That's removing. one of them. Removing was not one of mm. them, but we could make it. <laughs> I mean, that it makes sense. But the big... One of the big things I'm noticing that's tangential to that, or maybe not so tangential, is surrendering. There's been that's certainly been true for us and not our relationship, but with the move. And yeah. um, I'm noticing it with so many people. I put that in my newsletter last week because it was true last week as well. Just the surrendering, like basically, when in doubt, surrender. Yeah. Give it up to the light, um, you know, whatever that means to you, releasing from the mental, trying to fix it. And it's hard. I noticed for myself, specifically with the move, that, like, I started to be able to feel when I was, like, trying to control, mm. with, like, trying to figure something out that I thought was just logistics, like the crawl spit. The crawl space guy goes to the, <laughs> it's just been stuff like that where I felt like, oh my God, now I have to find someone, da, 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 da. but I could feel, oh wait, this feels against the flow. Like I need to, even in though in the moment I um, was looking, like I had a friend send me this, this information for a couple of days ago about cleaning out things and I was like looking into it but I could feel I was like this feels invalidating actually mm. to the experience of the present if that makes sense like it felt like you know what I'm supposed to let go and then he did call us and he had, had a family emergency and yeah um it, it hopefully will work out <laughs> but yeah. I'm starting to feel like okay going uh, Surrendering allows you to be in the present. I know that sounds obvious, but it really, it does. As opposed to like thinking, it's like almost like you're pausing the moment to go in your head to, when you're in that overthinking. Yeah. I don't know how obvious that is for everyone. I mean, like I know that uh, I, that is also something that I struggled with when I was, it, both times I had to go back to North Carolina to take care of things and I was there by myself and it just felt like I felt very like stuck in time, like in that moment, but also just constantly like anxious about getting done what I needed to get done. Like thinking of the point of being done as opposed to being in the well, moment yeah. and do and just doing it and realizing that like this is where I am this is what like yeah. that definitely was something that I had to like check myself on multiple multiple times before you wrecked yourself well I wish that I had because mm. as it turns out shotgun bullets are bad <laughs> for your health okay right turns yeah. out anyway yeah it's been uh <laughs> And that helped you, though, didn't you, the second time you were better about that? The second time I went back, I was definitely, 
I was definitely better because I feel like you and I together were in a better place about my having had to go back and about what that would accomplish. I, you know, cause like this definitely brought up a lot of my codependence and my mm. issues and like my need to measure my worth by my contributions mm. and like by my actions. And so the second time going back, you and I having both like talked through it and like reached some the first time was a it. crisis, basically, and it was a bad time to go for various children reasons. Yeah, the first time was a crisis, and it felt like there was a ticking clock. Right, uh, right. I mean, it still did, but like you and I had re reached a different relationship to that ticking clock right, than we had the first true. time, and I was not treating myself well, like mm. physically, during that first trip back. Mm. I just like... Yeah, that pushing that. myself way too hard yeah. and living off of garbage food and like yeah. <laughs> just it was not good well yeah actually you saying that i wonder if that's i've been having this getting very strongly the information to start eating healthfully mm -hmm. and to move my body more i mean i do a little bit but i've been yeah anyway i wonder if that's part of it like i just keep getting this information about grounding into the present more yeah. and more and more and that means like yeah this surrendering is a lot of that yeah no i i mean i also am feeling a very strong pull to like as we get closer and closer to being done with our old house the pull to sort things out here and like you know establish routines for myself oh, that yeah. are helpful and um like doing some of the things that i've been excited about doing moving here like riding a bike around more and mm -hmm. all of that like and i am feeling that pull stronger and stronger coming into virgo season well we have another couple weeks but but why is that well uh, that's like details like routines oh yeah, I have been. Also, I wonder if like being connected to the land is kind of mirroring me feeling more connected to my body, like mm. wanting to be more respectful of it. Yeah. Also, I have been microdosing. Microdosing what? LSD. I mean, I knew that. <laughs> was for your I have been trying microdosing for psilocybin mushrooms, but it wasn't really doing anything. And this time, I still do, I I don't feel under the influence, but I've been having so many realizations. And yeah, like more separation from inner child parts I've been merged with. So that's been good. Yeah, it has been uh, pretty remarkable to see, like um, yeah, a lot of breakthroughs. Yeah. A lot of what happens. <laughs> a lot of ins and outs. Anyway, so that's what we've been up to, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what we've been talking about. Is that what it was? <laughs> that's, that's what we're excited about. That's what we're, are we? We're excited <laughs> we about that. the Barbie movie. Oh, loved oh we the loved Barbie that movie. Barbie movie. I think it, it's like maybe my favorite movie. It was a very good movie and very like rewatchable Um like, yeah, it's like yeah. good favorite movie status because it feels, I mean, I've only seen it once, I've but the whole twice. family came to see it twice so that I could see it with them. Yeah, because it was our oldest child's 17th birthday, which is so crazy. Yeah. Can't feels believe very it. very strange. It feels so strange that we have that old of a child. Almost an adult. We have an adult yeah. offspring very nearly. We will have been made. We're about to celebrate our adult wedding anniversary. <laughs> That's the 18, 18 years. 
That's what they call it. Adult. Yeah, the, when your marriage becomes an adult. That's right. Hopefully it doesn't move out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was a... Well, I mean, <laughs> you look surprised adult. by it yourself. Like, yeah, You're the one who I, said I, it. I <laughs> <laughs> shocked Uh-oh. myself. Like, oh, no. <laughs> didn't take into account that our marriage would have agency now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine it getting up and walking away. I don't know. Well, it's okay because we've been dating for almost 20 years and clearly it's still happening. Oh, right. So, so even if our marriage left, we would still be dating. That's right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. Anywho, that and, oh, Heartstoppers, just throwing out mm. my suggestions. Me and um, our oldest have been watching a lot of TV together. It's been fun. Yeah, that is a legitimate way that we bond in this family. Yeah, it's true. We started all watching Arrested Development oh, together. So great. Yeah, and um, and they're old enough to appreciate it now. We yeah. tried once before, yeah. and no, it, <laughs> it didn't was work. a no go. <laughs> and we're watching Barry. It's really, it's. I love having teenagers. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so great. It's great. In most of the time. Um, I have been binging uh, a podcast. Actually, oh. this got me through a lot of um, a lot of the work I had to do back at, uh, at our old house. Um, a queer history podcast called Queer is Fact. It's a bunch of Australian history oh, um, students. Um, but they, they cover historical figures and events throughout the world um, and across time, as their tagline says. But it's mm-hmm. been really... Uh, it's just been really, it's a really good podcast. I mean, they're all very nerdy. Um, like I, I enjoy listening to them talk, but then it's also extremely educational Mm. just about how much erasure Mm. of like queer figures there have been, even like people that, you know, uh, from history that, that it turns out are gay and that people have known are gay or like, or, um, possibly trans, although they would have used different language back then. Anyway, it's great. I recommend it. Well, great. We got our Rex in. Yeah. And instead of our reps in, we got our <laughs> Rex in. Um, we could call that segment Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You, you did it. <laughs> um. And what else am I saying to you? Oh, before we go to the energy report, in case you, um, I mean, while you're uh, marveling in the lack of dog noise, <laughs> you may be noticing some cat noise. So, I hope not. I hope I'll be able to get all of these. We have one cat, Kenny, who really loves Brett and will not get off this table to be no. near him. Anyway, before I get into the energy report real quick, I just wanted to say that I have opened up my schedule for one off readings i never know how to say that individual readings versus my mentorship um and i will be in september i'm going to be opening up the membership mentorship to more people again and i'll you can still go on my website highestlighthealing.com to schedule an appointment to talk about it to see if that's a good fit for you it's a three-month um time period where we really go deep or I offer deep support. I mean, I always offer support, but maybe some people that's really what they really need. Um, well, you have, you offer Voxer support through that's awakening. That's true. It's a voice app. But I just mean like some people want to like really get to the bottom of issues that have been bothering them a long time. And it's a mm-hmm. good way to, to get to core issues and 
work on them and um, I'm not promising healing, but that seems to happen a lot. I mean, there is healing happening throughout. I just mean that the issue being like healed. Gone, yeah. yeah, gone. Well, and it does come down to them being willing and ready to do the work. Yeah, too. but also that's not how healing works. I mean, healing, it does happen a lot. I don't know. It happens a lot. And every time I'm like, wow. This is happening, but healing happens on a spiral, and oh, we're not yes. here to just be like, okay, I can check that off the healing. Right. You know, it's like <laughs> yes. that's not how humans grow, but you can definitely get a lot of freedom and clarity and um, tools and tools and relief. Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm also offering my just one time readings that are also powerful. Um, so if you would like to do that, you can go to my website. I'm not sure how long I'm going to be doing that. I actually feel like I've had the time. The reason I stopped it initially was because I wanted to focus on um, creating some other things, um, which I do want to do, but I don't know. I'm really enjoying doing them too. So I'm not sure how long I'll keep it on. Definitely through the month. So yeah, highestlighthealing.com. And uh, you can also find me on the Tiki Talkies if you want to go to TikTok. <laughs> I love it over there and it's free and I am delivering helpful information over there as well mm -hmm. as Instagram. So that's that's me. And now it's time for the energy report. Why not? <laughs> oh man, I forgot how much I love that. It sounded to me like you said, I forgot how much I love you. <laughs> no, that's always top of mind. <laughs> um, oh my God. So we have two cats circling me right now. Okay, guys, <laughs> come on. They looked like they were about ready to spar, they and they did. are right by Natasha's microphone. Um, They're just so cute, though. They are very I cute. I just really love them. Anyway, so here's an interesting thing that I also think is an offshoot of Venus retrograde, which is this receiving joy. Hmm. So it feels to me like, and also actually, August 16th is a new moon, which is in a week, I guess. Dates are oh eluding God. me, but yes. yeah. Anyway, part of that new moon is actually also around like inner child joy and it's mm. in leo if i'm correct i think i am um and the joy of basically just enjoying yourself and letting yourself have fun and all of that you know the feeling of the of the um healed inner child but what i've been noticing coming up and maybe this is kind of in preparation for that is this any kind of resistance coming up to receiving joy. Mm. I'm noticing a lot of that, not just in me, but also in me. <laughs> and um, sort of, I'll give a personal example. So this is the kind of thing you can watch out for. But if you just notice yourself resisting. So for me, it's like, I'm very, as I've mentioned, I feel like I'm saying it so much. I'm like one of those people on Instagram that tells everyone how much they love their um, partner <laughs> you know that they're actually like breaking up or hate each other that's not happening though um like i'm just like when you came back for instance and it felt like i can't receive this because mm. i was so happy to have you back here so we could like enjoy it together yeah and i also i have no okay this might make it sound sad but i have like an um 
fantasy version of the suburbs in my mind. Because even though I did live in the suburbs for a while, um, as a kid, my family life was depressing (laughs) and traumatic. And so, and we never did any of those typical, like my parents never would like order pizza. I don't, I remember, I never remember having pizza growing up. Oh, well, me neither, but for different reasons. Well, that's because you didn't have the money. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We had the money. Um, not to brag. Don't worry. We had pizza money. All right. (laughs) Just chose to spend it differently. (laughs) That sounded so awful. (laughs) I was just emotionally abused. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't poor. (laughs) I wasn't gross. I was just abused. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. You know, I don't feel that way. Obviously. Obviously. But we did have money for eating out. We just, my mom was a real snob and we never, like I know, we never would eat at fast food place again, not because of the money. Um, Let me just reiterate that. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I have this like, I rose colored fantasy feeling around like, oh my God, the house. Everyone, it's like cute houses, like out of ET. I always think of it as like oh out of my ET. God, it is a lot like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of all suburbs, like my ideal suburb is like out of ET. 100%. I agree with that. And yeah. like the family, the bustling family inside with energy and like, oh, they're bringing in the pizza and we're going to watch a movie together. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I just am now self-conscious that I made that joke. I, but people know that I'm not, that I'm sensitive to people who don't have money. Oh, I would hope that they know that. Uh, I certainly know. I if mean, you're you new were, here, You were pointing out the distinction to my experience, not right. like, not did just you like. Fa- did you idealize pizza night? Did you never have pizza night? We would have pizza, but it would usually be homemade pizza, um, which is there was not eight the same. Of you. Yeah, there were eight of us. My dad was a, a public school, a public high school teacher. My mom taught piano to supplement that. I mean, like it was, we were fine. Like yeah. I, I never wanted for anything that I needed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we did, they, it just would have been too expensive to feed a whole family pizza that every week. That would be really expensive. Yeah, it would be. Though. Yeah. Legitimately, it would yeah. be expensive. I yeah. mean, it's like, yeah, that would be expensive. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my point being that like allowing myself to enjoy that we have this, um, f- I can feel I've been working on it. So it is lessening the, basically I've been working on this inner child part that feels like if she lets herself enjoy it, then the rug's going to get pulled out from mm-hmm. under her. I talk a lot lately about hypervigilance. I might end up doing like a class about it because mm-hmm. there's so many layers to hypervigilance and so many people have it. Um, and it's def- a huge part of narcissist abuse trauma. Um, it's like the biggest thing that happens is, yeah. is this hypervigilance because you have to be so aware all the time. And so anyway, it creates an inner child part. So I've been working with that part to have her just feel like, no, 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 we're safe and like we're here in the moment. And also, if anything were to happen, I, it's your, I'm saying this to our listeners, like 
you're much better prepared from having created more safety within right. for longer than living in the worry because you're just creating the worry when you're in right. the hypervigilant. So that's how I'm dealing with the receiving the joy. I also ordered a flower essence, which reminds me we got to go to the mailbox. I think it came. Um, oh. And um, there's also a thing about balance. I actually called a friend of mine who does flower essences and she was getting the information that it was about balance hmm. for me. And then when I did the trade with my friend who does what I do, she also said there's something about balance. She didn't know. And for me, it was this balance of giving and receiving. And so like letting myself receive feels scary to that inner child part. Yeah. Again, for similar reasons. And also I spent my life having to give. Right. But um, I do love giving. I'm a number yeah. two Enneagram, Pisces, rising, <laughs> but I do love it. It does make me very happy, but I also want to be super comfortable receiving. So yeah. that feels like a theme. So maybe just keep an eye out. And then as a way of helping yourself, if you do notice resistance, check in. What is this part? Because it is a part of you. And, you know, you can ask that part, like, what are you feeling? What do you need from me? Or is there any reason why you are feeling this way? And yeah, and talk about it. And then breathing in light is always helpful. Another thing is expanding your base of your true self. So hmm. one thing I've been doing lately is imagining like my true self is like a pillar of light within me. Hmm. And like really feeling that light um, and knowing that to be my true self and then allowing it to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Wow. Which creates safety for the inner child and also helps me to just be receiving more joy and being more present in that true self light. I love that. Yeah. Like that's a very moving image. Yeah. Um, can I add one thing about Absolutely feeling joy? Absolutely not. One thing. I said no. Oh. Uh, so one thing that I've caught myself doing recently is I, and I would never have described this as resistance. Um, but I think just listening to you talk about that, I think it might fall into that. I think I've been overcomplicating joy by Mm. trying to analyze it. And what do you mean? Well, so in particular, like I've had, (laughs) I've started to have this experience where I'm listening to artists or, you know, content producers or whatever, who are young, like in their Mm twenties or whatever. And I have started to feel more paternal toward them, (laughs) which is, which is a very dramatic shift because Mm -hmm. I have not felt my actual age for, you know, most of my adulthood and also most of the time when I come across creative people, I connect to them as peers. Mm-hmm. And so this is an interesting experience for me. Um, and so I just found myself like trying to find ways to describe the feelings I would have as I was listening to these, uh, like whatever, like music or, or podcasts or whatever. And I realized that like, I, it can just be joy. Like I, oh. like this makes me happy to listen to this oh. or to watch this or whatever. Yeah. And like, there may be, ways that I can figure out to express the nuance of that. Yeah. But it did start to feel like by focusing on that, I was limiting the amount of joy Mm. that I was actually taking in. I feel like that's your Capricorn moon. 
It's dev. I mean, it's also like my my trauma is uh, all about figuring things out and having uh, answers yeah. and yeah. So totally, yeah. your religious trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, hopefully, this shed some light for our listeners in ways they might be inhibiting their joy and allow and now maybe can allow it in some more. Get a cat, maybe. Get a cat who makes it difficult to podcast. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just knocked over my mic. But truly, um, cats are joyful they for are a lot joyful. of people. Yeah. If you have allergies, they're not. But if you don't, you should really save one and make your life happy. <laughs> or a dog, whatever you want. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We're excited to be back. Yeah. This is fun. Back We're, on schedule. Yeah. Back on track. We're back. <laughs> Can you play that with at the, the end? Podcast, it could probably yeah. not. I mean, not without. We're back. But I mean, really, I mean, Aerosmith isn't going <laughs> to flag us, you know? You All right. Know. See you next time. Bye. Bye.